What is going on, Washington Football? Addicts Washington Football Nation is Monday night, December 6th, and we're coming off a sweet-ass four-piece win in a row. I want a row. Can you believe it? Can you believe it? Anything is possible. Sitting at 500. 500. 500. Yeah. It was the last time. The last time we were at 500 this late in the season. 2012? I don't know. 2018. 2018. But, <laughs> um, no, actually, uh, 2018, 2016, um, 2015. We, we've, but uh, the 20 in 2016, we were already on the downward slide that season. We were collapsing. Same with 2018. This season, we're on the rise. We're ascending. Yeah. That's the difference. Although I just I hope it's just not because you know the most dangerous team to play at the end of the year are the one who's hot. It's real bad in baseball, right? But football, I think the same way is man, you got that fire going into the you don't want to see that you don't want to see that team. And right now I think we're that team. So with that said, let's go ahead and kick off episode 99, Phil. 99. A great year, just in general, but uh 99 is a number that really doesn't have it, – it's weird because it's not a number that was worn a lot in, pre, in in the olden times of the franchise. But we've had a number of players that have worn 99 that have been, you know, contributors. You know, you got Chase Young right now. You had Marco Coleman. But I'm going to go with Andre freaking Carter. Uh, a highlight of uh, some teams that were not particularly great. But did have some playoff appearances, uh, especially in 2007 in particular, uh, when you know we went to the playoffs, had that hot streak at the end of the season. Speaking of hot streaks, won four games in a row to uh, get into the playoffs, and you know went back and forth with Seattle for three quarters. Uh, he had ten and a half sacks that season. Two years later, in 09, he had eleven sacks. Really should have gone to the Pro Bowl both years. Uh, but unfortunately, that whole Washington bias kicked in. But uh, nonetheless, Andre Carter is a defensive end. Came to us from the 49ers, where he had played five seasons before coming to us in 06. Um, in five years, he had 34 and a half sacks. Although two of those seasons were riddled by injury, he probably would have had more. Um, and he was just—he was the all-around hustle guy. He was a speed rusher, defensive end. Um, Kind of, he, he's a good comparison to Chase Young. Except I think Chase Young's more talented, but Andre Carter was all heart, and he you know he was a really talented defensive end in his own right, and uh, he was he was an example of a high motor guy who also had skill. We tend to call high motor guys, you know, guys who are you know not the most talented, not the most athletic, but just drive on every play. He was talented and athletic, and drove on every play. So, uh, you know, dedication, Andre Carter. He's uh, fortunately kind of his name's kind of fading into distant memory for a lot of people. And that's a shame because dude had a lot of good highlights uh, for this team, especially in some bad seasons, too. You're muted, Steve. Yes, here we go. Button click. Yeah, Andre Carter, good, 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 good dude, man. I, I I enjoyed him being on our team. Good high motor. Wish he would have stayed a little bit longer. He he kind of I feel like him and Chase are kind of built similar, similar, very build. similar builds. About they're about the same height, yeah. about the same weight. Both use speed to their advantage. Both are sorely underrated as run defenders uh, by the fan base. They only know him for. He's a defensive end. He's a speed guy. Yeah, sacks. No, these yeah. guys are are, are multi multi tool players at defensive end. Um, the one thing I always remember is uh, remember that Philly game, the the, the Monday Night Massacre, when oh uh, yeah, Michael Vick, yeah, Michael Vick went off. <sighs> that same play where the fat ass Albert Hainsworth is laying on the field taking a nap. If you watch, Andre Carter is going 150% trying to get to Michael Vick. It's like you can see a dichotomy between a guy who doesn't care and a guy who really cares in one play. That's why I always liked Andre Carter. The guy 
gave a damn and he you yeah. know, put his heart and his soul out on the field. I like guys like that. And I think yeah. that's a great segue into what's going on with this team right now. That's right. So we're tying this one fortitude, fortitude, 17-15 victory over the Las Vegas Raiders. Man, it was so sweet. Who called us winning two games in a row, 17-15? Man, a little bit of a – You got that on your bingo card. Nope, nope, nope. Go play the lottery right now. So hold up. Last week was 17-15? Yeah, I'm going to play 17-15 next week for sure. That's got to be a lot of I got it now. Washington wins 17-15. (laughs) 17-17. Oh, man. Yeah, none of us predicted it. I mean – we had quite a few, quite a few predictions. I'll just go ahead and flash them right now, and then uh, I'll I'll read them for the the crew, the audio crew. But Andy Burroughs had uh, 31, 31 10 Washington football. Marcus Edlin had twenty four twenty one Vegas. Rod had thirty one seventeen Vegas. Now, I had thirty one twenty four Washington. Dev had twenty one seventeen Washington. I Phil, had you had, again, man. That's two times you did. Right. Phil had twenty four twenty three Washington. Uh, Cordell Christopher Rob had 27 23. Um, Thomas had uh, 31 17, and Jeff Runyon 23 20. Justin 31 24, Antonio Brown 24 17. All of those Washington, so yeah, kind of close, but no one got the 15, which is an odd score in itself. But shotguns texted me, he was like, Tell Steve, tell Steve, I got 23 27. Yeah, man. I said, once you hit him up on Facebook, man, I ain't going to real shit. He was like, All <laughs> He right. put it on YouTube. He put it on oh, YouTube. Okay. So he said he, he uh, said he put it on YouTube, but it was uh after we'd already went off the air or something. Oh, it's okay. I, I had it, I had it locked. It's all good. But yeah, I mean slow victory, slow game. I mean, after the first drive, though, it was a very, very back and forth game for sure. But let's just go over the the numbers here. We had very even game, uh, if if you want to get critical about it we had uh 23 first downs to uh 20 we had 23 they had 22 um i'm just gonna go ahead and show the screen for everybody um penalties seem seem to be an issue all all game between both teams um we were seven for 13 on third down they were two for eight which is odd you know eight eight third down attempts that's pretty crazy isn't it um, total yards, 298 to 310. Total plays, we had 61. They had 56. Net yards rushing, we had 112. They had 76. Our 30 rushes to their 16. That's the uh, game right the average, there. It is. Time of possession, 33-43 for us. 26-17 for them. So that's a relatively relatively balanced game for both for both teams. If you if you get you you start to break it down, you you can see how close it is. But let's go ahead and look at the scoring breakdown and go over these scores here real quick. So go into the first quarter. We opened up and we scored on the first first drive. How often do that happen? Not very often, right? Never. And it ends, Never. And it's capped off with a Heineke pass to Logan Thomas in the end zone for seven yards. And if you remember. It was that high seven yards. Of course, Logan did his thing and, and brought it in. So like Dennis Rodman out there, man, doing the one hand. Yeah. What a what a way to start, you know. It was um I can't I can't lie. I got I got I was jacked. It's like we just scored on the first drive of the game. This might be a blowout. Yeah, I was wrong. <laughs> and then the, they made adjustments or we made adjustments. I'm not sure. It's seven to three going into halftime. Seven to six come out of the third quarter. I mean, going into the fourth quarter, it was seven to six. That's insane. Then Heineke and the crew marched down, and Antonio Gibson uh, runs to the right for four yard touchdown. No, pass to the right. That was. I'm sorry, pass to the right. Let me let me tell you something. I've been really critical of Gibson, his pass catching because he's, he's hey, a he caught that with his hands, not body. I did. Did I not say? <laughs> In the comments, that is the absolute best catch yeah. Gibson has made because he went and he, and he could have let the ball come to him in that in he that pass, but he reached out. He reached out like this. If you're if you're watching, you can see my hands. He reached out like this, grabbed the ball, pulled it into him, and looked like, looked like a regular was, old wide receiver. He yeah, 
he he and and these are things I like to see because Gibson's made a lot of strides in these little things. He's you he's showing flashes being able to hand catch now. He runs the when he runs with the ball, he's holding it higher and tighter now. He's holding it like a running back and not like a wide receiver now. Yeah. I don't know. He's still um, weird to me. It, so. it, well, it, really, if you really look at the when they showed the close-ups, he's got that when he's out in open space and there's no one around, yeah, that thing's still hanging a little loose. But as soon as as soon as defenders come, he's pulling that thing up real tight. And uh you know, I these are the little things I like to see because this is how you avoid fumbling. This is how you avoid dropped passes right here. Yeah. And going into the fourth quarter, you know, we were up 14 to six to start the fourth quarter right away. Vegas, Vegas marches down and uh, Josh Jacob runs it in for a one yard touchdown, 14, 12. They did fail the, the two point conversion. So we had that going for us, but yeah. so much time left in the fourth quarter. What do you say, Nev? Go ahead. Are you talking about the current game? Oh, yeah. And and then uh, the Raiders put together another drive and they go all the way down with two and two and a ch- two and a quarter left and they kick a field goal, 14, 15. And then it was on us. We, we get, we get the kickoff. We march all the way down. Adam Humphreys comes through in the clutch a couple times again. He's always if him in the fourth quarter and extending drives. I mean, it's, it's insane. I think Gibson had a very crucial fourth down run. Right? I want to know who the asshole was that told that tried to say that signing Humphreys was over, like overpaying Trey Quinn or some shit like that. Well, I'd be like, really? Yeah, we all don't I, think so. Without knowing his background, I mean, he played well with Tom Brady, but you know, Tom Brady makes everybody look good, right? He played well with Ryan Fitzpatrick. Yeah, that was a, that was actually a connection I was looking forward to seeing this year, but didn't happen. Probably not going to happen next year either. <laughs> no, unless 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 Humphreys retires with uh, with Fitzpatrick, and they yeah. go play in some semi pro league together. Right. Yep. Right. And and, and and so we we score forty two seconds left. The legend of Brian Johnson is 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 being created. Seventeen fifteen is the score. Forty two seconds left. The Raiders get the ball. And in a matter of two plays, they knock off 25 seconds. It's crazy, right? You remember that? Next thing you know, they're down to 10 seconds left. I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. Before the Hail Mary where the pass out interference was not called, which is debatable, but at the end, I think everyone's right. That's something you let those guys play. He turned around. It was just – Because it was clearly a pass interference. But there's there's one – It was clearly pass interference – that's one that they did on McLaurin too earlier. That was clearly if an official was in the exact right position to see it, it would have been past interference. But from about ninety five percent of all angles, it just looks like he's just like got his hand out. You don't. There's no. You don't see the jersey pull away from the body. Right. Yeah. That was, a, was that was a couple of times where what's the name got they passed interfered on a uh, McLaurin one time too on third down and they got we had to pump because of it they didn't call there was a lot of bad calls on both sides I think I think that I think that the roughing the passer they called on uh for against the Raiders wasn't wasn't uh roughing the passer either right you can't you can't right. land on the quarterback anymore Next, uh, Crosby that's a tough one right yeah if, if, maybe if he let his arms go I mean it that's a tough one but that's the rule. Right. And and just as the rule where Logan got cut blocked, that's illegal. That's a legal, yeah. but you know it's new for 2021. For those who don't know, it's it's defenders are allowed to go low in the tight end box. In the tight end box, I learned this yesterday. The tight end box it extends two yards outside the tackles and five yards in either either direction, forward or backwards of line of scrimmage. That's a pretty big you know square footage area where you're authorized to cut. Now I think hopefully they'll take a look at that and remove it. That's freaking dangerous. I think man. that's because you can't cut. You're, you can only get so much momentum in that box, so you really can't like. If you're if you cut someone, you're not slamming into them at full speed. Low. Yeah, and I think that's the thought process behind. It. That's the just, problem was Logan was pulling. He mm-hmm. was pulling, and came out. I think he right as he cleared that left side of the line. Bam. Guy was down and there's nothing he could do. It just, it just sucks, man. I freaking love Logan Thomas. I and love he Logan. may be back this year because apparently the MRI came back very 
promising. Beneficial. Bruised, bruised bone, yeah. Well, no, no ACL tear. I didn't hear anything about the MCL yet. I think it's no said, MCL either. Apparently, okay. no tears. I mean, take your but time. A bone bruise. A bone bruise is nothing to play with, y'all. It is not. It's that, not. That hurts. And I, I, I will say that uh, you know we'll we'll actually go back and go to these stats here. You know, Heineke, twenty three for thirty, one ninety six, two touchdowns and an interception. Quarterback rating of one one point five. Carr, 28 for 38, 249, no touchdowns, no interceptions. I think we got a little bit lucky on a couple of throws Heineke had. I feel like there should have been maybe one or two more On that pickles. field goal drive, we got away with one. Yeah. But, I think he still got to get that ball down, though. God, there was a couple he, passes that we dropped, and you can tell who really is like on this Heineke bandwagon. Because they're like, oh, if it hits you in the hands, you have to catch it. I'm sorry, but sometimes yeah. it hits you in the hands because you're fortunate enough to get a hand on it. Like there was that screen to Bates, where Bates, who is 6'8 and 260 pounds, yeah. barely gets his fingertips on it on a screen pass, and he's bending back and away with a defender bearing down on him. Yeah, Had that been a decent that. pass, he would have been able to probably plow that defender and get five or six yards. So that yep. was incomplete. The the run game, uh Antonio Gibson, he uh stalwart running again, 23 for 88. Granted, 3.8 average, but he had some pretty good clips in there. Even a 22 yarder, he had a couple taken back by penalties, if I'm not mistaken. John but, Riggins ran for 3.8 yards most of his career. That's what we need, man. That's that's exactly what we need. Taylor had some really clutch runs to extend uh, drives, getting past the line of scrimmage. And so we. I wish I, I wanted to see a little bit more Jared Patterson. I think a lot of people do, but we, we didn't see him. We saw one. Yeah, Wendell Smallwood had a, had a run, and we saw one one run from Jared Patterson for two yards. Even Samuel had a run, but he, he had two runs, one – he fell just short of that first down, and then another. I think he got stuffed. But I like that play, by the way. That was that. I like that because what, you, where they brought him like, in motion no and put him way. in the backfield. Yeah, when he got when he when he motioned to the backfield, I was like, "There's no way he's they're gonna like run him on a swing pass to the flat." And when he ran a draw, I was like, "Wait, what?" Yeah. I mean, literally, if that was... hole if that hole hadn't had closed a tenth of a second slower, he's got a first down and more. Right. Yeah. As far as receiving goes, I, I, I think Logan did have the most impactful play, believe it or not. I think they were keyed in a lot on Terry, who only had three catches for 22 yards, basically a non-factor. But that opens up. Lo Logan had three for 48, and John Bates, three for 42. And then Adam Humphreys, four for 38. And Antonio Gibson had five catches out of the backfield. Granted, they, a lot of them were short, you know, quick hits, but they're finally starting to – Scott's finally starting to use his, you know, former – positioning play at the uh at the right time so scott i want to say he called another pretty good game i don't know what yeah, you i like i especially like that play with uh samuels lined up in the backfield that took him off guard he almost got the four yards he did he got three i want to yeah. i want to say he got three he fell just you short know, he was a running back in college so yeah i did not know that yeah ron has a way that. of making these guys yeah he was a running back on ohio state they moving receiver yeah. Yeah, he has a way of finding guys and switching the positions and it working out. He has a way of doing it. Um, yeah, look at this roster up and down. If you look at on the Raiders side, they were pretty much a non-factor in the run. They were, you know, Derek Carr had that one huge scramble, but Hunter Renfro, I, I got him in the FanDuel league, <laughs> but he just went off nine for one hundred two. We couldn't, we couldn't stop him. Now I don't know if the game plan would just keep him in front of you. But we we couldn't stop Hunter Renfro at all. But he didn't score. Kept him in check, you know, for the most part. But he was just the the go to guy. It was it was rough. But all in all, you know, pretty even matchup. We came out on top. I mean, let's talk uh, other injuries. Who else got injured besides Logan? Do you guys remember? Um, 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 um we didn't have anybody who got like hurt hurt. Didn't, didn't besides Logan, like we had guys who, you know, um, I can't think of anyone. Someone, I someone, know, didn't Smallwood get hurt? 
McCain is no Smallwood. Smallwood was there. The no, I'm sorry, that was Kenyon Drake for um. Yeah, Raiders. Drake got serious. Drake's done for the season. He rolled his ankle real bad, I think. Right? He's bro- he broke his ankle. He's done for the broke season. Ankle. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's rough. sad news, man. It's bad. Yeah, that guy, whoever whoever ninety two is, he was. He, I mean, he, you could say he threw him back. He was, he grabbed him. And he fell to the ground, but his foot was caught under another dude. Yeah. So that's tough, man. That's a bummer. Game. You don't ever want to see any, anyone get injured like that. But yeah, I don't. I'm trying to remember if there's any, if there's any other injuries. So we had Logan Thomas and Kenyon Drake, and then they lost Nick Kwiatkowski and Denzel Perryman in the second half. Other than that, pretty clean game, injury wise. But all right, well, let's go on to uh, the next segment of, of good, bad, and ugly. So, Dev, give me a give me a good, bad, and ugly. What you got? Hmm. The good would be uh, field goal kicker. He made all his extra points. Made his field goal. Uh, so good for the PK. The bad would be McCain, dude. Yeah. Bro, like. I don't understand why he keeps coming up on shallow routes. There was also a spot in there where I saw, I want to say it was, it was Holcomb had, it looked like it was a cover three, but he got confused and ran to the sideline. And that's why that guy ran for that first deep pass. He was up to the middle of the scene. I think it's that one Deshaun Jackson called on the left-hand side that he just ran right by him because for some reason, the linebacker just ran past him over to the sideline where, where the corner was already standing there. So one of them, didn't do what they were supposed to do. It's like too many times we're seeing it's starting to see it more while we're winning. They're just not getting killed on it. They did get killed for two touchdowns this game because of blown coverage by McCain. And then also last game, also two touchdowns because of McCain. Yep. Like just not just not following dudes up the middle of the field or not switching off. And that, yeah, that hasn't bitten us yet, but it's like, dude. It's going to. It's going yeah, to eventually. it's definitely going to, especially when you have three receivers with guys like the Cowboys have three like receivers. Dallas. That's right. Right. And a tight end that can go. And so do the so do the uh, Eagles have a tight end that can Dallas. go up the middle, Got man. It. You know. Um, so so that kind of scares me, man. I'm hoping landing comes back sooner than later, only because I think Holcomb was playing some of the jobs that maybe that um uh, let me see this. Holcomb was, was running step for step on yeah. plays with Hunter Renfro. Right, but every every play, perfect position every play that went yeah. shallow, he backed off of him and let him go, though. It's like, man, it's, there was too much of that. There was too much of that letting him go, and then he's open to someone else's zone when he should have followed him, stuff going on. Yeah. And, and all of us have played football to some degree, and I don't know. Maybe it's because I played defensive back. I don't understand why. Uh, defensive backs come up in its cover three and don't stay with the deepest receiver. So if the guy's running up the side, it was our defense. If a guy's running a fly or a go route on the sideline and you're in a deep safety, you still want to be deeper than a go route on the yeah. sideline. Don't cheat you know up. Saying? You don't have to go over to him, but you have to be deeper than him. It's fundamental cover three, bro. Yeah. And it's like that no one on the team that plays free safety ever gets it. Not Troy Apke, not Landon where they're forcing him to run back there. I've seen Curl get fucked up doing it, you know, and it, it it's just crazy to me. Like that, we have to get a free safety in the draft. In my opinion, if Heineke wins out this job, I personally think free safety has to be number one. Mm-hmm. And I know everybody's gonna say quarterback, unless we get the what the picket dude that fake slid the other day, unless we get that motherfucker, you know what I'm saying? They're man, saying they're saying that the quarterbacks are gonna go outside the top ten this year. Man, so if that guy's there, you and you can grab him, grab him. Yeah. But anybody else, man, if there's a guy that you think can be an all-pro free safety, please grab that guy, man. Yeah. Because McCain's not it. McCain is a very good NFL player. He deserves to be in the league. I would love to have him as a depth guy for sure. But to have that guy start tackles safety, well. man, man, no, yeah. he don't. No, he it, don't. It's definitely He's the weakest spot. the last three or four games. It's the weakest but, spot on the defense. You're right. I, I can't prioritize a higher weakness right now than free safety. Man. On the defense. Yeah, that dude's fucking. So was he your bad or was he your ugly? He was my ugly. He was your ugly. What okay. was my bad? Damn. I don't know. My you good was quicker. The okay. bad was was uh the ugly was McCain. Yeah. The bad was probably. And I don't. Know. It, it's it's all right. I have no it's idea. It's hard. Man. This makes you pick one good thing and two. Oh, I'll go bad. I'll go bad. Who do we play again, the Raiders? 
the bad was Rodney, man. You know, for for not being able to take these comments and get his ass chewed out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, I wish we was live because oh, I know you tune in. But Rod, man, told you, come on back, just come back, man. Remember the Popeyes chicken commercial? Come home to Popeyes chicken. Hey, come back, man. You need some of Mama's home cooking. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you need some home uh, cooking. All right, Phil. Come on back home, man. What you oh, got? Shit. Good, bad, ugly. What you got, Phil? The good was third down conversions. Yeah. Um, kept drives going. It didn't necessarily lead to points, but it led to us keeping their offense and the Hunter Renfro's and the Derek Carrs they have over there off the field. Uh, so the good was third down conversions, whether we did it in the air, whether we did it on the ground. Uh, the bad was. The bad was our inability to sustain these long drives long enough to get points. Now, granted, we never had a short field to work with all game. I think we started every drive, it seemed like, behind the 30-yard line. So, you know, you've that's, that's asking a lot to ask your offense, hey, we need you to score 30-some, you know, 20, 30 points, and uh, you're never going to get a short field. You've got to do a long drive every time. But the we won time of possession again. We won it by seven minutes against a good team. And we did it because we were maintaining, you know, maintaining the offense, third downs. Uh, conversions were very good. So, that, again, uh, our inability to score points off of these drives and getting more out of these third down conversions, that's the bad. The ugly – Screen pass execution. Yeah. Um, and some of these pa- plays, like, you know, it's funny because a lot of people are like, we should take the screen pass out of the playbook because we can never run it right. This is actually going to go in the Taylor Heineke needs to calm his spastic ass down once in a while. Um, because and, and that, that's actually a good word. Hey, Taylor does spaz back there a little bit. Um, played played well, um, but on screen passes, like he does not get the ball down. He's not get the ball out at the right time. I don't know if it's his timing. I don't know if just I don't know what's going on in his head on these screen passes. But you should not be overthrowing receivers on a screen pass, and he did it multiple times. Where yeah. and what happens is a screen pass. For those who don't know or don't realize, the point of a, the, the thing about the screen pass is you get you get the pass out quickly, so that receiver has time to set up between behind the blockers and then move. When that receiver has to take that you know extra three tenths, five tenths of a second to jump up, get that ball, get down, get the feet set. This is a league where everything happens in split seconds. It happens in tenths of seconds. Your receiver, you know, sets by the time they get down, they turn to look up field. The blockers have already, you know, lost their block. They or you know, the, the defense has had time to react, and you're it's blown up, blown up in the back field. Mm. Yeah, or or, or the screen, or the screen passes that you know, I, I like the screen passes that where you know it's to the running back and it builds to the left, builds to the right. So you, you quarterback's got to take that extra like two seconds to kind of sell it one direction. And then, yeah, that, that I like that. But you're right for the receiver ones, man. You got to you got to get it out and get it out accurately. Well, I'm talking about the receiver. I'm talking about we we had one, like I said, that, that one the Bates where he's like back and 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 behind him and up and Bates is six eight or whatever six six. That's a tall dude, and you overthrew this guy who is a a Sasquatch. Yeah. How do you do that? You okay, know, that's, that, that's that's your that's your bad. That's my ugly. That's the ugly. bad was not making, not getting points out of these sustained drives. He should, he should have caught that though. Oh, Thomas should have caught that pass, bro. Yeah. Well, are you talking about the one where where, where Heideke was scrambling and he launched mm-hmm. that sucker? Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. no, that one. That. No, Man, we that we have seen for, Thomas. Although catch we'll crazy say that's passes, another bro. case of that was Heideke sailed the ball. Yeah, but the Still problem was. There was probably no one within five feet in any direction of Taylor, uh, Logan. I mean, yeah, but Haneke got jacked up on that hit. He got smacked. Yeah. 
But I mean, he still should have caught it. He made but that play still, with his legs to get open. And, and, he and these are things where it's like, I, I, I like Taylor's moxie. I like the fact that he does stuff off script. I like his escapability. I like his mobility. I like his ability to find an open receiver. If a receiver is open, he will find an open receiver. The good thing about the good thing about Haneke is the things that are bugging people about him are mechanical issues that he would probably get better at as time yeah. goes on. He's and and if you give him mechanical issues at this point, and experience is what matters. Quarterbacks have there's a, there's a laundry list of quarterbacks that didn't get started later on in their careers, man. And we've seen this guy and get had better. better mechanics than Taylor Heineke. That's, well, that's, I mean, that's you got to you got to get there. He's got to get there by playing. He's already Look, doing better than he was beginning. Kurt Warner, him. Kurt Warner, had a sidearm delivery too. Since everybody likes to make the Kurt Warner Taylor Heineke comparison, I will make it for you right here. Kurt Warner had a sidearm delivery as well, right? But his sidearm delivery was mega quick. He that thing got out of there fast. All right. And he had really, really, really fast reflexes. That really experience really, you know, came into play there. I just think that he'll be better whenever if you were to give that guy like an offseason as getting the starting reps. I think that the, I think that those things will go a lot towards your work on your mechanics. I don't think you work on your mechanics. Quarterback who is always throwing the ball from about here. I don't, and I don't teach him to throw the ball from up here and do it quicker. I think because it can happen. It's, it's a reflex, all right? And when he's getting rushed in the pocket, blitz is on, is he going to have time to think about his mechanics? No, that's he's going to revert why back to – That's why I think he needs an offseason. I don't think that's something you fix during the season. I don't he, think that's something you can fix this late in someone's career. He stands tall, though, he needs to. If you remember the one play, it was an out to Terry that he stood in there and he got clobbered. Oh, he – Look, I will not fault him for his willingness to take the hit to get that pass off. Yeah. I will never fault Taylor Heineke's toughness, his durability, and his willing to take punishment. Yep. I, I think I think if we're arguing about though. if we're arguing his mechanics, I think that's a good thing because he can I think he can get better at those. Yeah. I think it's a little too late for that, but that's just me. There's a well, big difference between a 22-year-old quarterback and a 28-year-old quarterback. My um my good, bad, and ugly. I'm going to say my good is the continued use of the running game and Antonio Gibson. And I'd uh, love to see that. I'm going to say my bad is at times, if you guys remember, we were going into that soft zone. It's just frustrating, and I'm pretty sure it's strategic. You know, we'll bend, not break. It's just it's just frustrating because when you, when you keep the pressure on, then you default to that soft ass zone it just gets so it's just so frustrating because they just tear you apart little by little and the ugly is i'm gonna say losing logan thomas man that's gonna hurt we just yep. got him back but if if Bates steps up hey it we'll see i mean actually I'm, I'm gonna take that back my good is not antonio gibson my good is the fact that it didn't require taylor to win this game i feel the team is getting better all around around taylor and he doesn't have to do magic to win where before he kind of had to pull the rabbit out of his ass a couple times. Now it was that was a team win yesterday. If you think about it, it wasn't dominance on either side. It was a team win. So right. I think that's a positive. It's definitely me. a team win. Yep. Yeah. So let's move on to uh, game balls. So Phil, let you go first. Give me a game ball on offense and a game ball on defense, and don't use the same person twice. Always a challenge. Go. Game ball on offense. I'm going to give to um, Antonio Gibson. Mm, Antonio Gibson has last few weeks has really put this team on his back. And this, and this actually goes to your point. We're no longer having to, and we're not relying on Taylor Heineke to win games for us. Uh -uh. We are relying on Taylor Heineke to make plays when he needs to make plays. There's a difference. But Antonio Gibson, 88 yards rushing, and he had like uh, almost 30 yards receiving, um, filled in nicely, you know, taking some of that uh, J.D. McKissick role as well, had that nice touchdown catch, uh, some nice runs, had one run, nice run call back on a pretty bullshit holding penalty. Um, 
you know, he's really be, and he's oh, by the way, for everybody who said that we needed to cut Gibson, I heard that one a lot a few weeks ago. He is now the number one rusher in the NFC with 800 boom. yards. Boom, boom. He's on pace for a thousand yards plus, people. This is what we need. Um, so yeah, Antonio Gibson, game ball, big time game ball. Um, defensively, Jonathan Allen. Yeah. Him and Payne were, were, were crashed up the middle all day. The the Raiders running game, their longest run of the day, wasn't it Carr on a scramble? I think it was their longest run of the day um, on in the two-minute drill. Uh, at, at the end of the first half, it was the longest running play they had. And it was like 17 yards. They really bottled oh, yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They bottled – I mean, yeah, granted, the Raiders lost Kenyon Drake, but Jacobs is a damn good running back, and he really went nowhere. Uh, so i I got to say, you know, and a lot of that was the interior line. You could give it to Payne, but I'm going to give it to Allen because Allen was equal in the run game, plus he had a sack as well. So defensive game ball, Jonathan Allen. All right. You got and special teams game ball to Brian Johnson. <laughs> yeah. Gonzaga High School. <laughs> God, I, I love seeing – look, I am look. I come from a DeMatha family, but I love seeing those Washington Catholic uh, athletic conferences – Players do really well in the NFL, especially for us. I'm gonna give my uh, I'm gonna give my game ball uh, to the Washington football uh, fans that showed up at oh, Vegas. Yeah. Man, that, that that was a better turnout that than the home games. Point. It looked like man, it looked like guys from the pod community had a good time. Uh, so they get my first game ball. Sure I'm gonna give sure that. I'm gonna give that to defense. Um, offense game ball. Hmm. I get. I mean, Thomas. Yeah. That's um. Yeah. I think he had a pretty good day. I, I don't have the stats in front of me. If somebody else does, it'd be cool. But uh, Thomas had. He had a couple of big plays for us. He had one. I think he dropped. But um, I also seen a nice block on a. What's that run that uh? Did Smallwood have that eight yard run up the middle at one time or something? I think yeah, so. Thirteen yard run up the middle. Yeah. Yeah, I think that I seen Thomas uh, block like two guys on that one. So I like I like a I want him to get my offensive game ball. That's it. Thomas. Yeah. Okay. And what about defense? I gave it to the, uh, the Washington the, football the team. Okay, to the- that's fair. Uh, so for offense, I'm gonna go. You already took Logan. You took AG. I'm gonna go Adam Humphreys. He made those clutch catches right when we need him to. He's he's deadly on those out those little out routes, those seven yard outs, yeah. deadly. And then on the defense, I'm gonna go Cole Holcomb. That man, all over the place. It was so it's so good to see to see Cole Holcomb uh, out there it, chasing is, people down. He led the team in tackles with ten. So is it is it also weird to see Fuller play better on the outside than he was on the inside. Oh, dude, and he's and he's and Fuller's making some uh open field he's open field tackles too. We also haven't heard oh, yeah. any uh bad news on the other side either from Jackson. He's Jackson did have well. a couple boneheaded plays, very few, but yeah. Yeah, what I, I still don't like when it's four, you know, third and short where they're 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 both playing 10 yards off the ball. I, I just don't right. know if that's scheme or I it's gotta be a scheme if they're both doing it. It's so uh, I it's, mean it's, it's like stop why stop yeah. And Jamin, Jay, you know, I'm done with my game balls, but Jamin played a lot better too. He was all over the place. He's getting better he every a, game. He missed a few tackles, but he's he did. There. He missed some open field tackles that could have been crucial stops. Yeah, but I still think he's getting better. You're seeing more of him all over the field. So he's gonna, you know, we're gonna have our hands full next week trying to cover Amari, Judy, uh, uh, Pollard out of the backfield. I ain't worried about. I ain't worried about uh, Zeke. And then there, who's their tight end? Dalton Schultz. Yeah, I'm not worried. I mean, I think they're gonna. I think they have a good chance of scoring, but I don't think their defense is. I know that they got a uh, your boy over at corner. Diggs. But I know everybody says Diggs always great. When he is going to be. Yeah, great. but he's burnable too. He's but burnable. He's, burn, he's like one of the worst at getting yeah. burnable. He's, he's got like a home run he's guy. Allowed, yeah, he's, nothing. Yeah, he's definitely a home run guy. He definitely uh, has allowed the most yeah. touchdowns on him in the season. He's actually got one of the lowest. 
uh, percentage, completion percentages against the, as anyone in the NFL over 20 yards. I think it's yeah. last. So, so like, you know, the guy is feast or famine out there. I don't, yeah. I still would trust McLaurin to come down with it. Yeah. You know so, who else was home run all or nothing in the early days was D'Angelo Hall. If you remember that. Yeah, he would get burned all, right. all the time, but he would also get picks, and it'd be frustrating. Ask Jay Cutler. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, four and one, four and one or five? Was it four? Four or five? He yeah. has a record. Four. Yeah. yeah. Well, damn, fellas. In the half in the half, first half. Yeah. It, he had three and a half, and then he had one in the second. Although he had four and yeah. half. Jeez, that's well, still nuts. It's been a remember good. That, don't throw the ball, D'Angelo Hall. <laughs> yeah, don't. He did anyways. He's like, yeah. I'm doing it anyways. I don't care. You ain't going to stop me. But we got a long way to go to catch Dallas. They're at eight and four. We're at six and six. We're two games behind. With how many weeks left? Six, 12, six we are weeks. We're the sixth seed, man. We're six not even weeks. last place. We're second to last place. Yeah. Six games left. We are in the, yeah, we're in the playoff seed hunt right now. We're, what'd you say, seventh? We're sixth. Sixth. Okay. Mm-hmm. We made the cutoff. Yeah, we're six Who's, out of seven. Uh, yeah, they the, seven. You get seven. There's seven playoff seats now. Yeah, they expanded. Remember that. that. We're six. Yeah, we were yeah. seven. Now we're six. Who is yeah. seventh? I want seventh to say is San Francisco right now at six and six. Yeah, it could actually. You know what's funny? It, we've been clowned the whole year, but it could actually end up being three teams in NFC East in the playoffs. That can happen. <laughs> That's the yeah. craziest thing. Hey, That's I how, think Detroit is still happen. mathematically in contention for the playoffs. No, nah, they lost it yesterday. Was the last. Chance I thought because they, they won it, they beat Minnesota and Kirk Cousins. They aren't they yeah, still they, won. they did win that game. They did win that game. <laughs> That's right. Man, what about Hallbarg's nuts to go for two and fucking dude just fell down oh, wide man. open for a touchdown for a two point conversion? Yeah, I think Mike Zimmer's days in, in Minnesota are numbered. If you 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 lose to freaking Detroit and Jared Goff had quite a game, they get like three touchdowns. It's only one game out. They're one and ten. Yeah, Minnesota's five and seven. Right, they're one game out of playoffs. But this, this, these next couple games, man, it's going to be a run for us. It's all division after this, right? I think we need to win two of them at least. Steve, I, Steve. I feel good about three, but we need to win two of them. I'm, I'm, I'm going to apologize now because there are going to be phrases and and words that you're going to need to forget. I said. Come Sunday, okay. That's because fair. I did not expect this. Oh shit! Ago. I did not expect us to be in this position, and now we're in a position where we can get a game closer to Dallas. We can really put a, put ourselves in the driver's seat for the playoffs. We can pull ourselves above five hundred, and we're playing Dallas. And we're playing them in Washington. I. I don't know how we need to get this out, but there needs to be all burgundy and gold in the stadium. And normally, now I will say this, even in these doldrum times for our attendance, when it's been an important game between Washington and Dallas, Washington fans have shown up. I remember 2018, that was an important game against Dallas, and our stadium was pretty loud for us. Um. I'm also going to point out something else here. I bought this hoodie right here Champion. during the bye week. We are four and zero since. Hey, don't wash it. Wear oh, it, it gets night. washed every week, but I wear it. <laughs> you know, so I was going to wear some some wash this way. I may have to wear it just you know, depending on the temperature. I may have to wear you know, like the leather hat. Or leather, that the infamous leather jacket over top of it, but you see, I think it's a sign that we are going to be NFC East champions. Champions, champions. Yeah, it'd be nice to not not be the wild card, but you know, Dallas, they they December Dallas and self implosion. They they pull off the victory <laughs> last week, but oh, by the way, Shannon Sharp can kiss all square inches of my ass. He said wild. that we have not beaten any good teams during this win streak. Excuse Tampa, me. Tampa. 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 Vegas is a decent team. You can't say or not. All these teams, all these teams we've beat, <laughs> except for Seattle, are playoff contenders. Right. And Seattle had a top 10 defense. 
Yeah. So where is all this of them have better defenses than Dallas? He said every that one Dallas. Everyone said that we Dallas have should not worry Dallas. about us. Yeah. Every defense we played had a better defense than Dallas that we beat. Every team that we beat had a better defense than Dallas. I, and you know what I, you know what I hope, and I say this as somebody who 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 marked for the guy so hard. I hope we run the ball right at Micah Parsons. We've gotten this habit now. Right when up. We get the running game going. When we got the running game going, we run the same run play multiple times. Like right. right if it if it works, do it again. We ran the same uh, gut play three times in a row on Tampa, for instance. And when I when I realized that, it made me think back to a little bit of history for you guys before we go. January 1983, NFC Championship game. Um, Russ Grimm has decided he is going to have a personal grudge match against Hall of Famer Randy White. So you got Hall of Fame guard versus Hall of Fame defensive tackle, right? And uh, Gibbs calls and runs to the outside. And Russ Grimm looks at uh, Joe Theismann and says, no, 50 gut. They run it six yards or something like that. And then uh, they call another run to the outside. Russ Grimm goes, no, 50 gut. So they run 50 gut. And Joe Theismann goes, that's, that's, I think this play is working. 50 gut. Yeah. They started ignoring Joe Gibbs completely. And they ran 50 gut like seven times in a row. Stop it. Learn to stop it. And it literally got to the point where Russ Grimm came up to the line and said, hey, Randy, it's coming at you. And they couldn't Man. stop it. This is where I talk about offensive linemen. We love to beat on people. Yeah. We love to physically impose ourselves on people. That's what the running game does. I love that kind of attitude. And I really feel like it's great because Russ Graham is a left guard. Eric Flowers is a left guard. I get a lot of that vibe from Eric Flowers. Yeah. That guy Did, uh, has really become just like just, just just walking, you know, just beast swag coming up to the line every time. Like I'm coming at you. Yeah. We got I that. want that. I like that. I thought I just something just flashed up. I was looking up at the the uh, Monday Night Football game, and Mac Jones has one pass for one completion the whole entire first half. Yeesh. And they're winning. They are winning. Yeah, eleven <laughs> to seven. But they, uh, which is odd score, but yeah, one for one for twelve yards. Holy moly! Right. What the hell they've been doing? How that no possible? Idea. They must be doing a wishbone or something. What the fuck is going on here? Georgia Tech offense up in there. Yeah, all the running backs got all the catches. Time well, possession, yeah, 15, nine 15, rushes, 30 eight to 1430. Look at this. Nine, nine carries, rushes, eight, eight carries, seven, three, three carries. One, one, and oh, one. Oh, do you know why? My friends at that game, I think the wind gusts are 40 plus miles an hour. Yeah, it's snowing too. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> there you go. Well, Alan's and what's the weather report? What's the weather? Oh, oh, that's a good I don't I, I Alan, got Alan's from What's the weather report for Sunday? It, right now it's rain, and I'm pretty pissed off about that. I'll tell you right now. So uh, I look this morning. Rain, dog. Oh. It's it's you know, let's go to let's go to Sunday. High of 53, occasional rain, morning high 53, temps falling near 45. Uh chance of rain 80%, quarter of an inch, wind wind uh 10 miles per hour. So oh, so this is rain. gonna be like RFK weather. I'm not picking up, I'm not picking up. This is Gibson, this is this is RFK in December weather, except yeah. for the fact it's gonna be a little warmer. Usually it's about it was about oh, no, forty even, degrees. This isn't even raining. a preview podcast. This is a no. This is I a know, recap. but I wanted to get an early yeah. start on this because I kind of like the idea of us playing in the mud against Dallas yeah, with the way we've been running the ball. Man, I don't and know if I want to. I don't know if I want to run the ball with Gibson better. in the slippery ass football. You know what I'm saying? At FedEx. Yeah, I don't know about <laughs> hey, ACLs get torn. Yeah, Turf's been pretty good this year. Turf's been good this year. That's right. Where where the ball gets ripped out of your hands if you Gibson? That's what I'm worried yeah. about. Yeah, he had, hey, he look, had no they were trying it on Gibson all week, and every he's time he went after him and lost fumbles. Yeah, he had no, he didn't fumble at all this week. Ball high and tight, and you saw him a many you times. You give him a cookie for doing what he's supposed to do. Other hand over top of it. I'm gonna give yeah. you a cookie. I ain't fumble my uh gun at work either. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, hey, you want to give me a cookie for some doing some shit I ain't supposed to be doing? Hey, Dev, let's go shoutouts, man. Who you got any? Before we close out, you know, I have one and I can't remember now. Like, I had a good one. Circle back to me. All right. Phil, you got any shout outs? Um, shout out and apologies to 
all the victims of the petty purge yesterday. Um, yeah, yeah. We're working on rectifying that situation. The purge. The yeah, my purge. Shout, out, shout outs go to all the, like Dev said it earlier, but all the fans who made the trek to the West Coast. Well, yeah, West Coast, Vegas. You know, that was going to be us. Um, you know, but with COVID, we didn't know. We bought, we bought, I bought a plane ticket, didn't buy a game ticket, but that's okay. Shout out to everyone who did make it. It's a great destination. I'd love, hopefully, we can go next time and, and make a long weekend out of it, have some fun, hopefully, not lose any money at the tables. But, you know, it's Vegas. Set a limit, go for it. Uh, Dev, last chance. Uh, shout out. I, still, I still forgot who I was. I thought about <laughs> all day, too. But, I'm sure. Uh, it's a good shout, out, shout out to Rod, man. He, uh, he, he's an asshole, but he knows how to take a joke. <laughs> 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 we, know, <laughs> you knew we was gonna give it to you if you lost, because he would have given it to my ass if we had lost, man. He would have fucked me up. I already know. But yeah, we, would never, Rod, we would never heard the end of it. Never shout out to Rod. I, I gave him a hard time. I'm still giving him a hard time until tomorrow. I let it go. But yeah, uh, shout out to well, Rod, man. We will. Uh, we'll see you guys. What? Go ahead, go ahead. You're an asshole, Rod. But we love you, man. You're an asshole. <laughs> Stop you're being an asshole, you're an asshole and you're a sore loser, but we love you. Hey, tune in Thursday evening, 8.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We'll be live previewing the Dallas Cowboys game. Don't know about the pregame on Sunday. Phil and I will be actually at FedEx Field, so maybe we'll go live in the parking lot, in the red zone lot, tailgating. If it's not pouring down, raining, but I got I got a little. Steve's, promise, Steve's promising me some, some, some of those awesome, uh, you know, Brats and all that off his. We'll, uh, we'll off find his a we'll, yeah. We'll, we'll keep it simple. We'll keep <laughs> it simple. Um, all right, fellas. We'll uh, we'll shut this one down and uh, we'll see you all Thursday evening for a Cowboys preview. Hey, it's Cowboys week. Y'all better y'all better get live and, and boys. Show it. Tell your any you know any Cowboys friends. Hey, stick it to them. This is Dallas. I hate them. We got I we got a special guest for you. Yeah, we want Dallas. We, we if we can whoop Rod's ass. And Dallas ass in the same season. Oh man, victory! Game over. Do it twice. All right. Let's start with the first one. Peace. Peace.